0: Good morning everyone, it's, it's just lovely to see real people here and also to be speaking to real people on the internet, so, um, so that's great. Um, this morning I'm continuing our season of talks on how we put into practice our vision of having our roots down and having our walls down and I'm going to talk about how we can share our faith in the workplace. In preparing this, I've been helped by some responses to a short questionnaire I sent out to a few people about how they share their faith at work. So thank you to all the people that responded and you may recognise something of yourself in what follows. To start, I want to make clear that I know that things have changed a lot during the course of the pandemic. So that for many people, work no longer means commuting away from home but it means sitting at your laptop at home. And it looks as though that could well carry on being the norm. I'm also aware that some people might be thinking that they're not involved in paid employment, so this isn't going to be relevant to them. But I want you to think of your own workplace, not just as the shop, the hospital, the school but maybe in your own home where you care for children or elderly relatives or where you are actively looking for paid work, which is work in itself, as the place where you volunteer or where you're a student. Let's just be open to what the Holy Spirit has to say about how you can share your faith in that place. Just to fill you in quickly, my own paid working life began as a religious studies teacher in a school in Surrey and finished a few years ago as a school and office-based careers advisory in a school in Oldham. So from Surrey to Oldham, how did that happen? So I am now involved with volunteering. Just at the beginning, I want to make um, a couple of general points about work that I believe are relevant to sharing our faith. So firstly, work is good, and our work matters. We have a creative, working God. Genesis 2, verses 2 to 3, it says, On the seventh day, God had finished his work of creation. So he rested from all his work. And God blessed the seventh day and declared it holy because it was the day when he rested from all his work of creation. And in John 5, verse 17, Jesus says, my father is always working, and so am I. God worked, but he balanced his work with rest, and that's really important for us too. Sometimes our work demands we work long hours, but we're do- doing no good for ourselves or other people if we burn ourselves out. We all need to factor in rest and relaxation. Work is what we do as human beings, and our work matters. It can be challenging at times. It can be tiring. It can sometimes be sad. It can be difficult. But just a word that our work shouldn't be damaging to our own spiritual, physical or mental health. And if we feel this is the case, it's wise to seek help from somebody, either inside or outside the workplace. But work can also be rewarding, personally satisfying, joyful, and full of opportunities to reach out and show God's love. It's a place where we truly go out into the world with our walls down, but our roots deep in the love and word of God. Second point I wanted to make is that we go into the world of work knowing where our true identity lies. Dan recently reminded us that my identity is is in who I am and not what I do. We all have a tendency, don't we, when we meet somebody new to say, oh, what do you do? And I remember when I told people I was going to retire, they said, what will you do with yourself? And my answer was as little as possible for quite a long time. And we can be very impressed or otherwise by what people say to us. It can um, allow us maybe to judge um, who they are as people. Being able to say you have a particular job can give you authority when you're in a workplace, obviously. So when as a careers advisor I went to a multi-agency meeting about a young person and there were social workers there, there were teachers there, there were maybe people from the local authority, I didn't just come in, sit down and say, hi, I'm Jeanette. Because that did not give me my identity in that situation. My authority in that situation came from my job role but it wasn't who I am at the core of my being. I'm a child of God, loved by the Father, and he doesn't love me because of what I do at work, and he isn't in need of my career's advice. I shouldn't let my work define me. If I don't realize where my true identity lies, I'll find it difficult to handle when I lose my job or I reach retirement. You know, loads of people find that so hard, don't they, to actually stop to give up working because their identity is is totally invested in their job. So knowing who we are in Christ means we go into a place with walls down with a confidence and comes from being rooted in who we are in him. So how can we prepare to practically share our faith in the places where we work? And I just want to make three points about this. Firstly, we need to let our sharing flow from a place of intimacy with God. In order to overflow, in order to give out, to have something to share with other people, we need to come from a place of closeness to the Father. So it's good to start your day with God and this can create the right atmosphere for the working day ahead. If we are feeling the peace of God, we are less likely to arrive at work. I did put grumpy, but I'm sure none of us arrive grumpy. Out of sorts, which may affect the way we deal with our colleagues and we are more likely to see and grasp the opportunities God has given us. People tend to notice when we're at peace even when they don't know why and this in itself can be an opportunity to share your faith. I know mornings can be very hectic and I had all on really when I was working, when I was working in Oldham. I had all on to get myself, my husband would testify to this, to get myself washed, dressed, fed, and out of the door and over to Oldham. I didn't really feel that I had time for a very long, prolonged time of prayer or Bible reading. So don't feel that you have to do that. Don't put yourself under an added pressure. If you're only going upstairs onto your laptop, you're probably going to have time to sit and do that. But sometimes your commute to work, and hopefully some people are still going to be doing that in the future, that commute to work can be a time to calm your spirit and to be aware of the presence of God. Um, John Naylor was talking to us about practicing the presence of God, just being in his presence and stilling our spirits. Some people might want to listen to worship music or the spoken word of God, You might even read the Bible, but preferably not at the same time as driving the car. So reading the Bible, I know some people can actually do that on a bus. If you're happy to read the Bible, that can sometimes create a talking point. Or it did at one time, presumably before people had their, listening to whatever they stick in their ears and on their phones. But that can be a talking point. On my way over the Pennines, I often found God speaking to me through the surrounding countryside, mainly about sheep, and about shepherding, because there are a lot of sheep as you go across the hills. But that can bring scripture to mind, and that can lead you to start meditating on that scripture, and leading you into prayer, and and prayers of thankfulness. Sometimes I used to just say to God, what do you want to say to me today? What do you want to say to me? Just being quiet to give him space to talk, and to go into work knowing his love. It also gives us a chance to bring issues and colleagues to him in prayer before the working day begins. A teacher responded to my questionnaire and she says she always prays for the class she is going to be teaching on the way to work and she prays peace into the classroom. All these things can help to create the right climate for the day ahead. If we start off with intimacy, it is more likely we will practice the presence of God at work. Being aware of him and others, even as we go about our responsibilities. And secondly, let our sharing flow from the way we perform our work. We should go to work knowing that we're where God wants us to be. It's where he's placed us to be salt and light to the world. Sometimes I would say to God, I remember on one occasion saying, What just what am I doing in Oldham? Nothing wrong with Oldham, I like it, but what am I doing here? And then on another occasion, just walking through a car park and and just feeling that this was absolutely, you know, when you suddenly get those moments, this is absolutely where God means me to be. We don't leave our faith at home, but we need to be wise, be wise in how we share our faith. Very few of us, unless we're going into a, a Christian workplace, have been employed because we are Christians. We've been employed because we have the skills to perform a particular job. Discussions about our faith shouldn't take precedence over our employment duties. But as believers, we will want to share our faith and we'll look for opportunities to do this. And one of the first things that people notice about us is our attitude to our work and how we go about it. It tells people a lot about our character. So the first thing we can do is to take encouragement from Colossians 3.23. It says, work willingly at whatever you do, as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. So we should be industrious and diligent and aim to use the gifts God has given us to do our job to the best of our ability. We respect and honour our employers and fellow workers as well as well as God. If we arrive on time at the start of the working day, if we're not always the first out of the door at the end of the day with a sort of thank goodness that's over look on our faces, you don't also want to be the last out because it might make people think you don't want to go home. So that's not always a good thing and you do have a life outside your work. We honour people if we arrive at meetings, Zoom or otherwise, on time, if we're well organised and we're prepared for what we're going to do. But we don't have to be perfect. Nobody is perfect. And there are times when we might be a bit disorganised and we have to be willing to apologise for that. Don't join in the office, staff room, staff, canteen, gossip. It's not helpful if we're moaning constantly about management or managers are moaning about their staff clients or colleagues and a really important one we respect people if we show that we can be trusted to do what we promise to do whether it's responding to an email phoning a client turning up to mend someone's fence people judge us very much by what we do and not just what we say it isn't just believers who are good workers but people will be more open to us sharing our faith with them if our deeds match what we go on to say Someone said, I let my faith shine through my actions, words and deeds. The practical outworking of our faith is what people notice. And lastly, let our sharing flow out of a genuine concern for other people. So much begins with building relationships and friendships. Our faith should allow us to see each person as someone that God loves as much as he loves us. They aren't projects for us to work on until they're saved. We shouldn't be aiming to corner them to pour out our testimony. Sometimes we can just try too hard. Let's just be ourselves and don't force things. We won't make close relationships and friendships with all our colleagues and not everyone will like us. Not everybody will like us, but we can be friendly. We all need to feel valued so pay attention to people you meet and make time for them. It sounds a little thing but when you go to work say good morning to the receptionist on the desk. Ask how they are. Offer to make coffee for colleagues when you're going to make your own. Join up with some after work activities. Colleagues are going to be more open to you sharing your faith if you're friendly and approachable and show an interest in them and they're more likely to open up and share their lives with you. But how do we move from having a great work ethic and being friendly and approachable to being more upfront in the sharing of our faith? And I think this is often to do with the small things we say and the small things we do that build a bigger picture of who we are in people's minds. And a good place to start is with common human experiences We all have a life away from work, and we all have weekends where we do things. And one of the responses I got in the questionnaire I thought was really good, simple, and practical. Be prepared to make good use of that Monday morning question, how was your weekend? It's just an ideal and natural way of letting someone know what you were doing on Sunday morning, and mentioning that we're meeting and that our meetings are online. Sometimes people might say, if you say something as simple as that, they might say, oh, I might look at those sometimes. And then you can follow up and say, when you see them next time, did you watch that? Did you see see our meeting? It's just a way to open things up a little bit. And don't underestimate letting people know you have a faith by dropping in references to going to church. I used to talk a lot to one of our directors of education about football. He used to talk quite a lot because he... Well, I won't go into it, but I used to talk quite a lot to him about football. And then one day I remember just dropping in that I was a churchgoer. And he told me he'd been an altar boy. Nothing went any further than that, but I think it was just a seed that drops a little bit into someone's mind about your identity. Add that to the other small things. It can just put two and two together. And then sometimes the opportunity arises to show our faith in action. And this is often in prayer we know what it is to be unwell and if one of our fellow Christian is unwell we, te- we want to pray for them we want to pray for their healing and I believe that once we are comfortable with our colleagues and they are comfortable with us we can offer to pray with them and it will be great when we can get back praying face to face but be sensitive to people and if they don't seem comfortable with this you can tell them you will be praying for them and follow up on it I had a colleague at work, just a couple of instances. I had a colleague at work who was suffering with a bad toothache. Um, She was on a lot of painkillers. I just said, would you like me to pray for you? Sometimes we can just say, I'm a believer. Maybe God has has healed me in the past. Would you like me to pray for you? I prayed for her and she texted me the next day to say the pain had gone and she hadn't needed any painkillers overnight. And then one other example, um, I had a team leader doing a supervision meeting with me. she just got back to work after losing both her parents to cancer in a matter of months. I asked if I could pray with her. Always check, because we don't want to make people feel awkward. She was happy for this, so I was able to pray God's comfort and her, his, his peace over her life. Do you know, I was always surprised how people at work seemed to know quite quickly that you're a believer and I think it comes from those small seeds. If you pray for someone, it's likely that person will tell someone else. And another thing that people of other faiths often recognise, faith in you. The person I've shared most of my testimony with, I think, was a Muslim colleague. Her understanding of the Christian faith wasn't the same as ours. But I was able to share my own experience of the love and fatherhood of God with her. And somebody else said, When sharing your testimony with anyone, talk about how your faith helps you, not as something that everybody else needs. No one can deny your experience and they don't feel you're trying to preach at them if you just talk from your own experience. They see what is genuine. So just to sum up, let's go into our different workplaces from a place of intimacy with God. Let's be ready to work to the best of our ability and with a genuine concern for people. Let's be open to the Holy Spirit. Let's take opportunities to share our faith in any way we can and it will be different for different people. It is amazing how colleagues soon pick up on the fact that we are believers. So be encouraged. Keep doing even the small things and look to share more. Thank you.